the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Good morning, People's Baptist Church. Good morning to our guests and friends worshiping with us. We thank God for this opportunity to worship Him on this Christmas Sunday when we have come together to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. The title of the message today is The Best News in the World. Next Thursday, most of the world will shut down for Christmas. It is amazing that an event that happened 2,020 years ago can still have that profound an impact on us today. We even date our calendar by this event. Every time you use the words 2020, the reference point is the birth of Jesus Christ. Christmas means different things to different people. In spite of the coronavirus pandemic, Christmas is still the busiest time of the year for merchants around the world. Retail and online stores offer huge discounts to attract customers hoping to make enough profit to see them through the lean times ahead. For many employees, in spite of some having to work from home, Christmas means a bonus to enable them to do the things they want to do. For children, Christmas is a time of looking forward to see what Santa is going to give them. And so they wait slowly and impatiently for Christmas morning. We live in a world filled with tragedy. 17 million plus people in the United States have had COVID-19. And uh, 317,000 people have lost their lives. And every day the numbers continue to increase. If there is anything our country desperately needs, it is good news. Not only the country in general, but individuals whose lives are strewn with sorrow and suffering 
largely as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. The Christmas story as told by Luke offers not only good news, but the best news in the world. Luke chapter 2, 8 through 11, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Twenty centuries have rolled by since the glorious night when the angel made the announcement to humble shepherds. The angel was given the privilege of sharing the best news the world has ever known. I want to share with you three reasons why the birth of Jesus is the best news in the world. First, because it banished fear. The first words from heaven to the shepherds were, do not be afraid. It was not a new message, for time and again those tranquilizing words had come from heaven to men such as Abraham, Isaac, Gideon, Daniel, and Zechariah. But to the shepherds of Bethlehem, the words, do not be afraid, came with a new power and significance. For the coming of the baby was a fulfillment of the prophetic scriptures. Daniel foretold when the Messiah would be born. Isaiah said a virgin would conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, God with us. Micah foretold where he would be born and Jeremiah foretold the killing of innocent babies as a result of his birth. The entire Old Testament is a story of God preparing his people for the coming of Jesus the Messiah. When we think of all the wonders surrounding the birth of Christ, the angels, the shepherds, the star of Bethlehem, the 600-mile journey of the Magi, or the wise men, to see the Christ child, we cannot get around the fact that something miraculous took place at Bethlehem to which humble shepherds were witnesses. God had entered human history to banish fear from the hearts of mankind for all time. It is interesting to note that the favorite words of Jesus to his disciples when he was here on earth were, do not be afraid. The disciples heard them every time they were troubled or afraid. When Jesus was leaving them, some of his last words to them are recorded in John chapter 14. And in verse 27 it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Christ has been speaking those words to us ever since. To anyone who is afraid of life's circumstances, 
comfort yourself with the words of Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 6. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? To anyone who is afraid of dying, the Apostle John says in Revelation chapter 17 and 18, when I saw him, that's Jesus, I fell at his feet as if I were dead. But he laid his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I died, but look, I'm alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and the grave. If anyone is afraid of what may happen to in the future, be encouraged by the words of Revelation chapter 2 and verse 10. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. Be faithful even to the point of death, and I will give you life as your victor's crown. And to anyone who is afraid of COVID-19 and all the bad things resulting from it, God says in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. God wouldn't, would have us to remember that no circumstances can restrict him, no adversity can hinder him, no situation can constrain him, no enemy can defeat him, no obstruction can block him, and no force can limit him, for he has all power in his hands. That's the best news because it centers on the most unique person in history, Jesus Christ. But the second reason why this is the best news in the world is because it brought great joy. Because it brought great joy. Luke chapter 2, 9 and 10, they were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. We sing at Christmas time, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Repeat the sounding joy, and tis the season to be jolly. But real joy seems to elude so many people. We have all heard the statistics of how the Christmas season is a time of depression for so many and how the suicide rate goes up at this time of the year. Christmas is to be a time of joy. The fact that God made the announcement to shepherds helps us to understand the real meaning of Christmas. The shepherds were at the opposite end of the social strata from King Herod and all of the influential people of the day. They lived in the fields with their animals, they weren't respected. They had no power or prestige, but they were important to God. Their lives mattered to God. I imagine these shepherds must have sat around the campfire from time to time, wondering if their lives were really meaningful 
or worthwhile. Maybe someone listening to me today is wondering, what difference does it make if I get up every morning or not? It seems as if my life is an endless cycle of things that really don't mean anything. I wonder if life is worth living at all. It's when God makes his announcement to shepherds, he's saying to us, your life is worthwhile. It is my gift to you. Therefore, live every moment of it to the full because your life does matter to me. The announcement of the birth of Jesus brought good news of great joy. It was great joy because it had been long anticipated. It was great joy because the Messiah was finally here. It is said of the Magi in in Matthew chapter 2 and verse 10, when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. The joy of Jesus' coming did not end with the shepherds and the magi. It had to do with the joy he would give to all of those who trust him as their Lord and their Savior. I've given this story many times, but I want to uh, repeat it again because it needs repetition often for us as um, African-Americans especially. But I, I read about the joy with which our slave ancestors responded to the good news of their emancipation. The reporter in this instance was the great American evangelist, D.L. Moody. Soon after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed by President Lincoln, D.L. Moody went to Richmond, Virginia with General Grant's army. He said he visited a black Baptist church in Richmond, one of the largest in the South, and found it crowded with worshipers. One of the black chaplains of a northern regiment was the preacher. In his message, the preacher said, Mothers, rejoice today, you are forever free. That little child has been taken from your embrace and sold to some distant state for the last time. Your hearts are never to be broken again. In that way, you are free. And D.L. Moody said the women clapped their hands and shouted, Glory be to God. And the preacher turned to the, to the young men and said, Young men, rejoice today. You have heard the crack of the slave driver's whip for the last time. You are forever free, and your posterity shall be free. And they clapped their hands and shouted, Glory be to God. Young maidens, the preacher continued, rejoice today. You have been put on the auction block and sold for the last time. You are free, free forever. And they clapped and shouted, glory be to God. But notice that didn't say glory be to Abraham Lincoln. They said glory be to God because for generations they had prayed to God that they would be free from their bondage. And in due time, God allowed them to be free 
And thank God today we are free. The good news proclaimed by the angels, or by the angel, at Christmas brings even greater joy. For it tells us that our emancipator has arrived to take care of business, to free us from our sins, and to give us the ability to serve God in a manner that's acceptable to him. Listen to what Jesus says about, about joy in John 16, 22. So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. And in John 15, 11, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. And uh, Peter picks this up in, in his uh, first epistle. And First uh, Peter chapter 1, verse 8 says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. I don't know about you, but it brings me great joy to know that the all-powerful, all-knowing, and omnipotent God of the universe was born into the world for me. Yes, he did it for you and for all the world, but he did it for me. He was born for me, lived for me, died for me, rose from the grave for me, and today he ever lives to make intercession for me in heaven. The birth of Jesus is the best news the world in the world for me and for you. But um, thirdly, it's the best news because it brought a savior. Luke 2.11 Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. The word Savior means deliverer. Jesus came to set us free from sin and to deliver us from the dominion of Satan. His role as Savior was spelled out very clearly uh, to, to, to Joseph, uh, his father. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21. And she will have a son. And you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The Savior born in Bethlehem is God in human flesh. If he had been only a man, he could not have died for the sins of the human race. If he had been an angel, he could not have borne human sins. But he was Christ the Lord, God in the flesh. God alone is great enough to deal with our sins. Jesus didn't descend from the sky fully grown. He was conceived miraculously by the Holy Spirit in Mary's womb and went through the stages of development just like any other human baby. As a man, a representative man, he could bear the sins of the whole human race. As God in human flesh, Jesus Christ is unique in all the world. He alone qualifies to be the Savior of the world. He was fully God and fully man, united in one person. That makes the news he brings about salvation the best news in the world. is good news of great joy. 
is the best news because it is the most important news in the world. We experience joy not only now, but through the ages of eternity. Jesus did not come as a nice man offering a new philosophy about life. He did not come as a great moral teacher giving some interesting tips and helpful insights on how to live a happy life. He came as a savior to give us life and life abundantly. The only people who need a savior are those in great peril. Even though someone listening to me may not be aware of it, without Jesus as your Savior, you're lost and under God's judgment. The good news that a Savior has been born is the best news in the world because it deals with the most important issue of all, namely where a person will spend eternity. Each person in this world is lost without the Savior. It is only a matter of time until they die without Christ and enter eternity under the judgment of a holy God. But in his great mercy, God sent Jesus Christ to save us from our sins. That is the most important news in the world. The best part of this good news is not that it is for all people in general, but that it is for you and me personally. That means that this good news requires a personal response. Each person must respond as the shepherds did. The shepherds didn't say, wow, that was really some experience hearing from an angel. And they didn't just sit there the rest of the night to be their sheep. They didn't sit around discussing theology after the angel spoke to them. No, they responded to the news by believing what God had revealed to them through the angel. Their faith was demonstrated by their going straight to Bethlehem to see for themselves and then to return glorifying and praising God. Thank God this very day tens of thousands and perhaps millions of people around the world will accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Drug addicts and alcoholics, pimps and prostitutes, rich and poor, educated and uneducated, black and white, yellow and red, all will have found in Christ the Lord pardon for their sins and power to live a life of victory. Many of us listening to this message today can testify that faith in the Christ of Bethlehem and Calvary is what has enabled us to stay calm in the midst of crises. It has enabled us to have peace in the midst of problems, to experience joy in the midst of sorrow, and to press on in the midst of pain. Faith in Christ has delivered us in times of difficulties, strengthened us in times of trials, sustained us in times of illness and suffering, and leads us in times of darkness and despair. The good news is that Jesus offers us today a life that can never be forfeited, an acceptance that can never be questioned, a peace that can never be destroyed, a joy that can never be suppressed, a power that can never be exhausted, a salvation that can never be annulled, a forgiveness that can never be rescinded, and a hope that can never be disappointed. 
If you have a problem, Jesus has the solution. If you have a question, Jesus has the answer. If you have a disease, Jesus has the cure. And if you have a crisis, Jesus has a needed miracle. Whatever you may need today, Jesus has it. If you need assurance, he has it. If you need inspiration, if you need courage, if you need comfort, if you need joy, if you need peace, Jesus has it and can give it to you. If given the opportunity, Jesus will help the helpless, love the unlovely, bless the burdened, comfort the dying, calm the frustrated, strengthen the weak, heal the sick, save the lost, and welcome the prodigal back home. There's just nobody like Jesus. So we can say to one another this morning, Merry Christmas. For we have met the Christ of Bethlehem and of Calvary, and we are in love with him and shall spend eternity in his presence, never to part because of the promise that he made us when he came to earth in order to save us from our sins. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.